Q&A Clinic. Hi everyone, I'm Dan Stobbs, Head of Social Media here at Blue Sky PR. And this is another recruitment marketing Q&A. I should just be joined shortly by our account director, Steph King. And today's topic of discussion will be social media content. So we're going to be looking at some of the questions to do with how recruitment agencies can produce engaging social media content. So yeah, let's kick off with the first one. Um, so this one is, I've seen a lot of video content at the moment. Does this rank higher than text only? Okay, um, so um, a lot of the platforms won't specifically say that um, video content ranks higher, but there is a lot of research to suggest it does. And certainly, um, so if I just go through some of the platforms, so for example, if you log in um, onto LinkedIn, a lot of the content you see when you're scrolling through your feed is video content, particularly from um, personal profiles. So the, the data I've certainly seen and in my own experience, if you're producing some talking head video content and you push it out on your personal profile, it does get a lot more reach than other content such as text-only posts or imagery. When you're a company page on LinkedIn, you don't get as big as reach as the personal profiles with video content. But what I've found works really well is if you use a personal profile and then cross share that to a company page, that works really well, really well in terms of getting a wider reach and traction. Um, Twitter, again, has a little bit more reach in, with video content, but not so much compared to LinkedIn. And with Facebook, um, video content does get a big boost in the feed. But in particular, um, Facebook Live does very, very well. And if you've, if you've tuned in, you're not really sure what Facebook Live is and you've heard a bit about it. Basically, Facebook Live enables you to go live on your Facebook page, pretty much how we're doing here on Twitter and Periscope right now. And the benefit of that on Facebook Live, if you've got a um, large audience on Facebook, on the app, on your phone, if one of the pages that you follow goes live, you get a notification on your phone and if you're a user and you're scrolling through your feed, all the Facebook lives that are happening go straight to the top of your feed. So I would recommend though, looking at how you can implement video content across the platforms, whether that's recorded or live video, because it is a lot more engaging than standard content. And particularly, you know, the live video aspect, you know, as we're seeing right now, it allows people to send in questions the day before or during as well. So it just makes it that more much more interactive and particularly if you're a recruitment firm you want a personal approach rather than just sort of being a, a faceless logo if you like on um, social media it really allows people to um, see the recruiters and the whole team it just helps build that rapport at the initial stage okay great um and the next one that i've got is what sort of content would make us stand out from the crowd at the moment with so much going out on social media? Okay, I mean, one of the first things I'd recommend um, myself, and I think Vicky discussed this a couple of weeks ago on, on one of the Twitter Q&As, um, is positive news stories. That They work really, really well because, you know, no matter what platform you're on at the moment, you know, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, a lot of these stories you're scrolling through are all to do with sort of the, the negativities of, you know, the coronavirus pandemic, and what its effect on various industries. But something I recommend, um, and I use it with a lot of our own clients, for example, is say if you're a, a healthcare recruiter, 
obviously the health and social care sector at the moment, you know, is under a great amount of stress, but a lot of the publications are deliberately sort of um, seeking a lot of positive news stories to do with nurses, um, fundraising and what care homes are doing to entertain their own residents. So if you can try and source some positive content from some of the sectors that you're recruiting, that works really, really well because it just stands out in the crowd. And because people are craving that positive news at the moment, it ends up sort of on a small scale sort of going viral. You get a lot of engagement and shares, people tagging people in. So it works really well there. But um, other content that works really well, infographics, you know, there's a lot of recruitment agencies, you know, they do a lot of great stuff in terms of getting survey data and things like that. But when it comes to pushing it out on social media, they often just post out the link to the blog. Whereas if, if you actually click through and look at some of the blogs they've been producing, they've got a lot of rich data there and they've even produced some of their own graphs and charts. So look at how you can really captivate the audience and stop them from scrolling past your content, but putting some of the graphs um, in your posts, particularly ones that show a big uplift or a big contrast because those work really, really well. But also um, relating to that, I'd say branding, Again, I don't know about you, Steph, but there's still a lot of recruitment agencies out there that don't make use of their brand. They might not use their full brand palette um, when they're producing imagery on social media, or um, they might just use a couple of standard fonts that aren't even the brand font. And if you're familiar with that brand, you end up sort of realizing and going, oh, hang on a second, that that's not part of their branding. And again, for example, if you go back to like the graphs and charts example, um, if you do a fully branded graph, and charting the brand colours with all the brand guidelines and stuff, and it's in your feed. It helps people build with your brand. They really recognise it from the start. And again, things like rather than just posting out your blog, create a nice image for the blog as well, and you know use text overlays and some of your brand colours and stuff like that because it really just drives brand recognition from the initial stage. Because I think that's personally one of my biggest bugbears when I, I scroll through the feeds in the recruitment industry and other industries when people don't make use of their brands because at the end of the day, if you want to stand out in the feeds and in people's minds, you need that strong branding. So I always recommend, you know, look at your branding and implement that across all your social media imagery because it will really, really help you stand out there. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point in terms of that familiarity. Um, and it's something we talk about a lot, sort of a big part of brand building is, is creating that sort of familiarity in the market so people could sort of gravitate your, your, your brand. So the next question we have is, should we replicate the same content on Twitter, LinkedIn and Instagram? Okay, um, I would say no, and there's two main reasons for this. The first one is, each platform is slightly different in terms of the algorithm and the content that it lets you produce. So again, for example, if you look at Instagram, that's a very visually driven social media platform. You compare it to, you know, LinkedIn, for example, again, LinkedIn's a lot more professional. So you've already got those big contrasts in terms of core audience and its purpose and also the way it works. But also across all your platforms, you know, not only do you have differences in what they allow you to do, but again, um, you're going to have a difference in your audience. So again, a lot of recruitment agencies tend to use Instagram for employer branding purposes. Instagram tends to also have a younger audience in general compared to 
um, you know, Twitter and LinkedIn, for example. So it's all about weighing things up and trying to get a deep understanding of your audiences. And for that, you know, the analytics on each social media platform really provide you with um, a lot of data. But not only that, I would also get your recruitment consultant team involved. So when they're picking up the phones, engaging with um, candidates and clients, just, you know, get them to ask some of the questions. So ask them what social media platforms they're using at the moment, because that provides you with a bit more rich data and a bit more relevancy because you can see the audience who you're directly talking to at the moment where they where they are. So I would definitely recommend having a different approach for each audience platform because that way you can really maximise your ROI there. And again, particularly, I guess, you know, for example, LinkedIn, again, um, you're going to tend to have an uh, audience there which is a bit more professional, whereas, you know, your recruitment agency might not fit naturally on Facebook, for example, if you're, you know, at that exec level. So just try and think about what platforms you should be on from the outset and make sure that you you have a presence on the ones where you know your audience is because the worst thing you can do is sort of spread yourselves too thinly by there. So. Okay, great. And uh, one's just come in, which is, we've always used Instagram as a channel to show light-hearted images. Um, is that inappropriate at the moment? Um, I wouldn't say it was, to be honest, because I think, as I've sort of touched upon again, you know, a lot of people are sort of craving that sort of positive and light-hearted content. So, you know, as long as your content serves a purpose in terms of providing them with that, and, it, you know, it isn't too um, far-fetched or, you know, controversial, then definitely show that sort of light-hearted approach in your content, you know, whether that's... Um, people working from home, you know, a lot of companies at the moment are sort of doing, um, you know, dress ups on a, a Friday for their meetings, things like that. That that helps sort of that personal approach of your recruitment firm. But also, I've seen a lot more in the, in the past couple of weeks as well recruitment firms who might have used Instagram for lot, strictly um, light-hearted content. They're introducing other elements as well because they recognise during you know this pandemic people are spending a lot more time across all the different social media platforms. So not only are they providing them with sort of that type of content, but they're also looking at sharing occasional job ads, um, promoting some of their CV tips, eBooks, and things like that. So I'll definitely just you know monitor engagement levels and see how you can also offer value in different ways on Instagram because more and more people are spending their time there at the moment. So definitely sort of cater towards their needs and have a sort of a value-led um, approach with your content. Great. Thanks, Dan. The next one is about Facebook. And it says, we've never really used Facebook as a company before, but I can see it's becoming increasingly popular. What's changed and should I be using it now? Okay. Um, so we've I actually did a blog on this topic that went live, I believe, on Monday. But we've definitely seen the various recruitment firms that we've spoken to and we managed the social presences for. Um, a lot more people are spending time on Facebook because, again, out of all the social media platforms, it's arguably been around the longest and it's the easiest way for friends and family to stay up to date with one another, to see how everyone's coping with you know, the lockdown and the overall pandemic and just the way of staying in touch with each other and that's led to a lot of people using it a lot more and a lot more frequently because i know last year there was a lot of media reports saying that kenya are in decline and it's more used by sort of the 40 and 50 plus 
but this current climate has certainly brought everybody back onto Facebook to engage with one another. And that does present a very good opportunity for recruitment firms because if your audience is there, you can really sort of target them. So I would, again, look at various ways and how you can add value to your audience. So don't just think, you know, oh, everyone's on Facebook now. Let's just put job posts after job posts because that's not the type of content that gets a lot of engagement on Facebook. It's all about value. So look at, you know, the current trends in the markets that you're recruiting for and, you know, sharing blogs and creating curating content and creating, looking at video interviews and things like that and cater towards that because that's what people are looking for at the moment. They want to know how to do video interviews. They want to know how the sector that they're looking to progress their career in is going to be affected by this. So look at things like that. But also I would add with Facebook, it's always sort of been traditionally quite hard to reach your audience organically because the reach has plummeted in recent years because they're pushing everybody in terms of um, pages and businesses to use um, Facebook advertising. So I would rec recommend if you're going to focus on Facebook to reach audience during this current climate, put some money behind paid social and test small amounts and scale it that way because that way you're going to be able to reach people with some of your organic content but you, then you can also reach your own audience and um, people you've never reached before with the Facebook advertising, and that sort of offers you the best of both ends there. But I would, you know, if you're rec recruiting for sort of, you know, low level to sort of mid level and graduate, those audiences, you know, Facebook right now is very much a great idea in terms of focusing on, in terms of building up your candidate base and generating engagement. Great, thanks, Dan. Um... Just having a quick look. I think that's the last question that's come in. So, yeah, I, I certainly found that really useful. Thanks for, for answering all those questions, Dan. That's okay. All right, Steph, thank you so much. And if anyone else who's watched this right now or on demand later on, if you've got any questions, contact us in the usual ways by tweeting us directly on Twitter or at the Blue Sky address as well. We're always happy to help. So thank you very much. Here's Thanks, Sam. Bye. For more useful resources, please visit our website at www.bluesky-pr.com.